Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Sterner, play action, looking, punch, throws down the middle, touchdown, Arkansas, oh my! Clint Sterner is brought to you by Motorsports Authority. With two great locations and hundreds of vehicles to choose from. Sterner, very confident. Throwing down the middle. Oh, this Clint Sterner is putting on a show. Check them out or visit online at msastore.com. Play fake, Sterner steps out of trouble. Wow. To a oh. wide open receiver. It's Cobb towards the end zone. Touchdown. All right, let's bring him in. Clint Cerner on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, brought to you by Motorsports Authority. Clint, hello. Fellas, how we doing, man? Everything everything good? Every, I, I survived my, uh, I had the baby's first birthday this weekend, man. I survived that, I survived that event, and, and uh, so I'm, I'm on the backside of it. How's everybody doing there? Well, we're good. I mean, that was a pretty stressful weekend for you, I'm sure, but congratulations. I'm guessing your wife was probably directing traffic more than you were, but sounds like you were supportive. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, it's just I pick and choose my battle, and, and not not supporting on the baby's birthday is not one of them. So yeah, I was uh, I was all hands on deck. We we had a lot we had a lot of help though, man. So it was great. But uh, good. But yeah, man, we we survived, brother. Christian, second question of the day. Let's post this. We were going to talk about the Pro Bowl here, Clint, and. There are, you know, definitely different schools of thought. My man Joe Franklin, who I respect to death, has always been an avid Pro Bowl watcher. Now that it went to a flag football game, I'm assuming Joe still probably watched. For me, I don't know when it lost its cachet, but I literally have not watched a Pro Bowl game since I was in college when Marshall Falk was clowning people. So it's been a long time since I've been engaged. So do you think there's an answer for this weekend that makes sense? Or should they just put the whole darn concept to bed? Because here's what I'm thinking, is no matter how crappy the product is or how little people want to watch, there's still TV revenue to be made. They are producing something for the weekend for these guys to sell. But I don't know that there's a whole lot of interest. But there's some eyeballs that are going to end up over there. Yeah, I, I like the the, uh, the thought of, of kind of moving away, definitely moving away from a real game and, and trying to, to find a different way to entertain um, I don't know that this that this is it. I'm, I'm probably. I think I heard you just say that you and somebody else kind of you're you're good with like the, the more just skills comp type stuff and and who can throw it the furthest and the actors. I am I am very entertained by that stuff. And you add some of the bigger names that you know say run a forty or even run a hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the straw Larry Allen bench pressing seven hundred some odd pounds is still the craziest thing I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> You know, a football player do, and 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 I mean, he he did some stuff at a Pro Bowl too that was crazy. But I saw him do it in the Cowboys locker room. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think I think there there is something there. I'm not for giving up on it. I, I think there's, I really do think there's there's something there. I like the the big boy challenges of the O line and D line running and catching. And now I don't know if it makes a whole hell of a lot of sense if those guys pull a groin or pull a hamstring <laughs> or break a toe or or things like that. But I, I do think there's there's something there, Justin, right. that that can be done this 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 one weekend before it's all before the last two rides. Yeah, I'm on Team Josh Jacobs right now. This blank is stupid, is what he said. So <laughs> I, I'm on Team Josh Jacobs. Oh, he screwed me out of uh, my money with Derrick Henry winning the rushing title because he had such a good season. But anyway, that's you a know, whole... you know what I, you know what I'd like to see him do, and and there, there's a, there's a little bit of it, and I don't I didn't catch exactly um, what it was, but I was very entertained. Is is the the quick flag football game they played with girls? 
uh, with females. And I don't know if that's the NFL flag league or, or what, where that comes from. But if you're going to start, if you're going to start, you know, integrating, you know, female flag football, and, and I think you could even integrate some kind of youth, youth aspect to it and make it all one game where the players, you know, come down to it and the players' money – Ultimately, do you get paid eighty-five thousand dollars, or do you get paid forty-two-five? And it's based off of either these ladies that are that are professional flag football players, and you got to root them on, and maybe you even help coach them throughout the week, whatever it may be, or mm-hmm. you or something of that nature, where the the money is is a little bit different than guys just going out there and kind of patty cake and through things. And, and of course, you get the inclusion of everybody else in it. I I, I don't know about y'all, but I, I found that that. That female flag football game, unbelievably entertaining. So I, don't the, know what, I mean, and, and I don't, I've seen females that can throw the football well before, yeah. and I've seen I've seen one or two that can run and catch. We used to play some some uh, you know some some intramural flag stuff with a co-ed team, but I'm gonna tell you, them gals were out there making unbelievable catches, man, and, and that stuff's entertaining. Tells me. Clint, I appreciate you not bringing up what you should be bringing up right now, which is the fact that you're one zero in Buzz Bowls. In history, and you guys really put it on us when you were coaching the offense that time. We didn't know what the hell was going on. We had no answer defensively, and I think you guys scored about seventy on us. So that is something. And I, I tell you, what'd be fun is why not get the wives and girlfriends of the players out there? Let's let's let them put the teams together, let them coach them up, see if they can get along with their husbands while they're trying to do an athletic competition. I think that would be entertaining. Now that's yeah. something I'd like to see. But I just like the idea, and you can spread it over however long you want to spread it over to make sure everybody can make their money. But you know, the first quarter is the big guys. The second quarter is the kids. The third, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And make it all boil down to where everybody's on the field going nuts. You know, and and and, and look, the, the truth of the matter is, those female flag football players, they would have never experienced that kind of crowd, that kind of juice, that kind of energy around the game. And so it's, I don't know, man. It's just a feel good. It's it's a great story. Again, you're including everybody. Yeah. And, and it, I think it's, it would be tenfold more entertaining than what we watch. Well, we all come from an era when the NFL's fastest man was a thing. I mean, how often do we talk about Daryl Green? You know, the NFL's yeah. fastest man. I mean, yeah. to me, it's a simple thing. And the risk of injury is extremely low. Strongest man, fastest man, highest jumping man. I don't care what you want to do, but there's a way to do it, and it would be entertaining. Anyway, we'll solve that another time. But whatever they're doing right now isn't quite getting it for most people, I don't think. Uh, certainly not for Josh Jacobs. We're talking to Clint Sterner on the brand of moving and storage hotline. If you're just tuning in, it's brought to you by Motorsports Authority. Um, you're going to talk about this later, I'm sure, on your show. I will bring up the Super Bowl here in a second. We need to dig in that and get your pick. But I don't know if you've been hit up for the GoFundMe yet for the Mavericks. Um, they, got, they got cancer now. I don't know if you saw that this morning. It's really it's been a sad situation. Uh, yeah. So I don't understand this move. Wes, we've not talked about this off-air or on-air. <clears> but Kyrie's obviously always been a great player. Kyrie's also always been a challenging teammate. What's the buzz around Houston on the Mavericks? Are you guys strictly focused on the Rockets? Well, we don't even focus on the Rockets much, for being honest with you. Around here, basketball doesn't move the needle much with our with our listeners in terms of, of ratings, things of that nature. So we don't we don't move we, we don't do a whole lot of either. But when something's this big of a story, we'll definitely touch on it. I mean, here's here's the thing. When I first when I first saw that the Lakers and, and the Mavericks were the two teams that were that were reportedly in the mix. I, I thought no way in hell that that the Mavericks go after Kyrie because that that's the guy that wants the ball in his hand. That's the guy that's going to take it out of Luke's hand. Why why would you do that? I thought for sure it was going to be a last ditch effort by the Lakers to 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 get something beyond the COVID championship out of LeBron and AD and, and those guys. So when it came down yesterday, it was the Mavericks. I was like, wait, what what are, what are we doing here? But if you think about it, like the Mavs need some kind of infusion. They need something to kind of take that next step. And I don't know if it's Kyrie or not, but they need something 
to take that next step. And, and there's really, and I haven't studied his contract, but I believe I believe that this is the, the only one year on the contract. And so when when you look at it, if, if it doesn't work and it blows up on you, you know you, you can you can kick him out as soon as the season's over. Hell, you, if, if you're willing to eat the money, you can cut him before that. So the, the risk for, for the risk versus reward for Dallas, given the length of the contract, I think the more I look at it, the more it somewhat makes sense, is because you're not tied to this guy for. Forty million a year for the next ten. You know, it's it's an experiment, and if it works with Luca, then, then maybe you extend a year or two. But if not, you can move on from from it pretty quick. So I guess it, it makes a little bit more sense to me than it did at first glance. As a frustrated Mavericks fan, I was like, here you have one of the best players in the league, and you're wasting his, his talent. You're not you're not going to win an NBA title, Clint. And I was like, you know, at least with Dirk, they got a title, arguably a second title. I, I, and I didn't want to see Luca's career go by without any titles and, and not having a chance to win a title. And so when I first saw this, I was like, well, that this isn't the right trade, but I, I've gone through the same thing. And after talking with Christian, look, if it doesn't work, yeah, this is it. He's at the end of his contract. He's gone next year. If it, if it doesn't work, see you. And you have $40 million, $35 million in cap space to go after another player next year, another good free agent. So here, at least they're trying because what was working or was what was going on wasn't working they were an average team with one of the best players in the league. So now, at least they're trying to do something to go get a title for Luka and Dallas. Yeah, look, it's interesting, Wes, to me. I mean, it's a little bit of NBA that we do cover. It's just it's so with with the guys at Golden State doing what they do, and everybody kind of you know kind of pursuing being able to compete with them. It, it, it is different than some of the other powers in the in, in the NBA, and so it's kind of one of those damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like I. I think they could put a squad together that could go out there and, and and small ball, move the ball, move without the ball, kind of kind of um, basketball, and, and play with anybody out there. The problem is, is then when you bump into you know a, a bigger, more dominant lineup, what do you do then? And so it, it's an interesting time in the NBA, but a, a one-year project or um, uh, you know a one-year experiment, if you will, with with Kyrie. I don't I don't think it's going to work. I'm not a Kyrie guy. In fact, his kind are, are the worst kind in sports, in my opinion. But um, at the end of the day, it's it's a swing, and if, if you if you happen to get lucky, good deal. If not, then you move on, man. I, 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 it's not as bad as I, I first thought it was. It almost reminds me of when the Cowboys traded for T.O. I couldn't stand T.O., and then all of a sudden <laughs> I was like, all right, he's my T.O. now. You know, he, And I guess it's Kyrie. I'm not a Kyrie fan like you either, but now he's a Maverick. I'm like, well, maybe it turns out the same way. and. Uh, <laughs> He may be an ass, but he's my ass. Is that the saying or something like that? I don't know. That's yeah, I, I know what you – I'm picking up what you put Yeah, we're definitely understand. <laughs> Chris, you got, you got a thought on this? Um, It makes the Mavericks better than they were yesterday. Okay. Now, you do need to convince Kyrie to stay because even if you do have that cap space, 35 to $40 million in cap space, the Mavericks have never been able to sign anybody big. Even when Dirk was an MVP candidate, nobody would come. Mm-hmm. They tried to get DeAndre Jordan. The Clippers convinced him to stay. And all that, so it would be in their best interest to get Kyrie another year. But he is the most unpredictable man in sports, so there is that. It's a gamble. And the deadline is Thursday. I think I read this morning for extension for trade, trade. deadline. Trade deadline is Thursday. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's get on to the Super Bowl already. Uh, I don't know what the holdup is here. What are we waiting on? All right. Big game this weekend, Clint, and we all know the kind of the deal. We've talked it to death already. We already had a week on it. So um, I don't know. Kansas City, we assume, is getting healthier. Do their receivers and his targets uh, health, does that weigh heavily on your thinking, or do you think the Eagles win regardless of the level of health for the Chiefs? 
Well, I mean, I, I think from a depth perspective and a chemistry perspective and, and, and you know, like just having played with Patrick Longer when you're talking about Miko Hardeman and then also when you're talking about Juju Smith, you're talking about a veteran that has, has made a career out of having good chemistry with the quarterback. And so you, you lose a little bit there, but, but I, I just don't know that that's enough to, to move the needle in a Super Bowl. If it was a regular season ball game and, um, you know, wasn't wasn't a whole lot on the line, then, then yeah, I, I could I could say that this this could even swing the line some. But with these guys, man, it, they're non factors relative to what the line looks like, and 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 really, in my opinion, whether Kansas City has a shot or not. I I, I think I think Philly they they're they're dominant on the offensive and defensive line. Um, is, is I think is going to be significantly different than what Kansas City's faced this, to this point in the in the playoffs. And so, you know, I, I just I've, I've, I mean, I've studied this ten ways. I mean, I, I mean, from every perspective, and I just can't, I can't get anywhere where Kansas City is able to pull this thing off. Now, you got Pat, you got Pat Mahomes, and you got Travis Kelsey. Uh, anything's possible, but, but um, I think as we discuss it and we and we cuss it, I, I don't know that that Kansas City winning this thing is, is a possibility. Okay, I hmm. like that. Um, how about high score, low score? What do you expect from the game with two weeks to prepare? Everything else going on, obviously health is an issue on the Kansas City side, we think, at least to some degree. What do you think about the uh, the way the game will play out? Well, look, I think there will be a ton of yards. I mean, this, this is what, I, this is what it, I've said with Kansas City all year long, and, and you can you can argue some of the same things with, with Philly. Uh, you know, between the 20s, I think they'll both race each other. I, I think they'll, hmm. you know, there'll be a lot of yards put up. But then when you get down inside the 20-yard line, all of a sudden, you know, not having a wide receiver that can, that can threaten – um, you know, with with either man to man, just being able to go up and get the fifty fifty ball, or a guy that that forces the secondary to back up a little bit, I, I think they're going to these offenses are going to get squeezed. Now, I think that's where Philly wins this thing in terms of being able to 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 run, especially with the quarterback, but to be able to run the football down in the in the in the you know red areas as, as well in short yardage you know situations. So, um, I, I I'd say, man, I'm I'm just throwing it out there. I'd say twenty seven, twenty three. You know, I think it's in the twenties. Um, but I do think there's a lot of production on both sides of the football. 27, 23, 50. 50. That 's good. I got it at fifty and a half. Uh, okay, Clint, last thing. Alabama's got us some coordinators now. Thoughts on their additions? Well, I, I think I love Kevin Steele, one of the best coaches that that I covered when I was with the SEC network. Um, I just I mean, I love his temp. obviously they, they they were putting up a, a great product at Auburn when I was covering him, but but I mean, just an unbelievable man, uh, you know, an older guy. Um, you know, just uh, not many of his kind have, have survived that aren't head coaches. You know, everybody's going younger and where you can relate to these young guys and stuff. I love Kevin Steele. I think the product will be tremendous. Um, Reese is, is a little different. I, this is this is interesting to me mm-hmm. um, because, you know, the, 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 the Saban rehab has been good for offensive coaches. Um, and, and when Bill O'Brien left the Texans or got fired from Texans, took the, the Alabama job, I confirmed that Bill O'Brien was not bringing his offense with him. That was that was an Alabama offense that whoever is the coordinator is tasked with learning the offense, and then, then he goes out there and calls it. Now, he probably put some of his wrinkles in there. I mean, I, I, would, I would doubt that one bit, but they lost Alex Mortensen as well. I know Alex is one of them, I think, kind of behind the scenes, one of the offensive minds that that helped Bill O'Brien, and so he's gone as well. I don't know that that uh, that somebody take a young coordinator takes this job 
and doesn't have the liberty of bringing his own offense in. So, so I say all that to say I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see if Alabama's offense changes significantly. I read an article yesterday where it was, you know, somebody speculating that they're going to go back to more of the ground and pound and, and play great defense, take the football away kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting if Alabama does go that route. So we'll see. Okay, so you're going with Philly officially in the Super Philly, Bowl? no doubt. All right. Philly convincingly. Convincingly. Wes, yeah. did you get that? I like it. I've I've gone. I'm 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 on Philadelphia now. I can't stand the Chiefs, so I can't bet on them. You know, <laughs> hey, at least you're honest. I mean, I'll bet on just about anything if I could make money on it, no matter how much I hate it. <laughs> I would hate to root for Kansas City to make money. Huh? Yeah, I can't do it. You really don't, man. I'll, I'll, I'll do. I'll do. I'll do damn near anything to make money. I, I mean, that's not carry away but damn, damn near anything. Um, including root for Kansas City, but I, I just think Philly's too much, man. I, and look, Jalen Hurts is right here, right next to Baytown Channel. You guy down here, right? I mean, I know him. I know his, his family. So um, I, I'm hoping he goes out there and, and handles business, man. All right, very good. All right, Clint, good stuff. Thank you. We'll talk to you on Friday. We'll see if your thoughts change between now and then. All right, brother, y'all be good. See ya. Yeah.